listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Beat the odds, beat the feds, wouldn't be wise, bet against the cat. Start me broke, I better get rich. Night shift, six to six, give me one shot, one pot. I show up in all white wearing no socks, no ceiling, new coupe. They know, they know I'm a dope boy, they don't have no proof. I'm three steps removed, I don't know how to move. I mean, I know how to move. It's looking like I don't know how to lose. I'm winning again. I'm at the win. I'm at the table. I'm gambling. Lucky lefty. I expect the seven. Went through hell and I'm expecting heaven. And I'm old. Some dough. And I stuck to the G code. I'm here. Oh yeah. I promise I ain't going nowhere. Okay, here. Like a hare. Like a rabbit. I like carrots. I'm allergic to having bunny ears. Like broke. Like nope. Like ha. Huh, I ain't no joke. I can't be stopped. Like nope. Like nope extend the beat more i love that part anyway hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting yes we are uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport football and bullet ball extreme and uh today's podcast is just brought to you by people like you all right people that just listen to the show and leave five star reviews and spread the word and they tell their loved ones and they do all the feedback stuff on the site and email us and leave voicemails all you people that just do today to let us know what we're doing is significant and that it matters all right uh it's also brought to you by uc irvine for sending the check okay ctc cut the check got my check in the mail today uh hopefully karen's will be coming uh soon i think she filled out her stuff a little after me but uh yeah they paid us to speak paid us to talk about podcasts right who the thunk of the who the thunk of the day like we somebody right like you know, we special i said you know what this is all right i see how these white people do it now <laughs> come on all right um let's see i don't even know where to start the show i do have a few uh few random thoughts i guess we can start there okay um if al gore didn't invent the internet then why do they call it an algorithm hmm think about it (laughs) explain that shit geniuses uh this isn't even really a random thought it's just a word it's just something a phrase i thought of get rich or die canceled i think that's a <laughs> I think that phrase means something. I did not today in today world. I yes. feel like it does. Like if you rich, then you can't get canceled. Mm-mm. I feel like only broke people can truly get canceled. Right, know? and they really don't get canceled. They just go away. It don't mean they don't exist anymore. You yeah. just don't hear about them. Get rich or die canceled. Right. Uh, I can't believe Zelda theme song repeated for most of the damn game, and it never got on my nerves even one time. Me either. I love me Zelda. I haven't played any of the recent Zeldas uh because i refused to buy that that scamming ass system um but i love me some ocarina of time now that that's my shit it's just interesting because zelda had a theme song back in the day and i mean the game's like 50 hours long mm-hmm. and it's only two songs in the whole game i it's didn't the, even care it's the overworld you know it's either that theme or the you go into that dungeon and then it plays the dungeon theme but mm-hmm. that was it those are the only two songs and we've heard it um like all of us played that game hours upon hours we've all heard it at nausea mm-hmm. and that is the that's the like updated version 
and you know what and it don't matter if you play it on the console or the handheld or whatever other version they come out with you that that it's some variation of that as the base yeah like that's not the 8-bit version oh no like that's the that's the version version was lit though i ain't even gonna lie yeah but that's the version uh with some like somebody went got the orchestra and the horn and remastered that shit somebody got the strings but we have all collectively if you of a certain age and maybe kids too i don't know because i don't know if they still fuck with zelda or not but if you're of a certain age you know this Yes, Game Boy. That's the intro. <laughs> Nigga, yes! 47,000 hours of gameplay to one song. I didn't give a rat's ass because I had a ball. Now with like production value on games, it's like playing through a movie. Like you start sneaking a different mu- music start playing, you know, and I'm not talking about like it's a sneaking level, just you start sneaking in the game starts changing dun 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 and shit and then like you know like a battle's about to start then you get different music for that you start crescendoing and shit you have like your cut scenes different music for that music in the background people singing songs together you get drunk there's another song like one song nigga that's all you got with us and then of course the 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 you know the dungeon levels uh which was you know a little a little bit darker or whatever but mm-hmm. still it was two songs for a whole fucking 70 hour game it's it's honestly amazing that that happened and that none of us ever went crazy yes! <laughs> like why you fucking lost in that left right left right shit i'm still lost in the forest fuck left right up down uh, uh, i passed this one old woman eight times shit now i gotta do it again it's amazing why did that why like now if i listen to something like three times i'm like i've seen this commercial too many times i don't like this music you know Come on. You can go to any place where there are adults over say the age of like 30, maybe I was maybe it's 25 but say 30 mm-hmm. and start just doing you don't even need the song. You could just be like do 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 everyone in that yeah, fucking audience is gonna know it e- but is even if they don't play video games they know the shit like i was right. like it's people that go i don't play video games but i know that song and you got the dungeon level in this too where you go underground mm-hmm. and it changes to lena dunham lena lena dunham <laughs> yes lena lena dunham lena lena dunham lena lena dunham they have one special lena song dun, for dun, the water dun, 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 dun like over and over again it's fucking crazy man like mm-hmm. any, but yeah i was thinking about that the we, other day we didn't have high demands i just can't believe it never got on our nerves like i think i like i i'll uh this is blasphemy but i'll just i can't listen to we are the world i haven't listened to that song since it was on the radio true i haven't heard because it came forever. it came on too many times ah okay yeah, it's I, too I, it got too bad like okay i, I understand like this, it was yeah. for the children 
and the babies needed the money and the, the they were trying to feed the kids but in africa everywhere but the song got played too many times and now i have a pavlovian response to like turn that shit off and it's been 30 years since i heard the fucking song i haven't heard the song since i was a kid right but if you started playing it now i'd be like oh come on man why we, i can, like i can only listen to eddie murphy sing it in coming to america and just for a little bit like if he sang the whole song i'd be like turn this shit off <laughs> that song was played so many times because i had everybody on it was it because so it was no station they couldn't play it right. and then the fucking song was 17 minutes long mm-hmm. and they you know? played it didn't matter if it was r&b slash rap station slash country slash it wouldn't matter what it is because like all your favorite artists i don't even know if they can make a song like that today because everybody want to beef don't nobody get along yeah somebody said it's better than that's what friends are for no it's Mm-mm. not i like that because because that's what friends are for as much as it was a like it's a song that's annoying they didn't play it as much as this this no, was they didn't. this shit was everywhere it was like god damn it was like the rap station is everywhere it's like look we got somebody from everything and this shit it's like i can't do this yeah and you know uh for every 30 minutes they probably played at least once every 15 yeah so it was like four times an hour four to five times an hour every hour like there's certain songs that you know back in the day at the radio before you could pick your own music and shit mm-hmm. you know it just got on your nerves because it was everywhere and you heard it all the time but this was a next level you know what i mean like sometimes you have a crossover hit where it's like a mild crossover like they fuck around play mr window on the the black station and the country station and the white people pop station and it's like right. okay so arrested developments mr window somehow crossed over into like not yeah. not rap anymore right but this shit was like some other it was like well sting is on it we can't not play sting <laughs> we can't not michael play jackson's it. on it we can't not play Stevie michael Wonder. jackson like you turn the channel be on all three stations like what the fuck is happening oh my god anyway like you know it's only three fn stations in this whole town this is for satellite and all the other shit you got now but if you start playing fucking doo 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 i am absolutely here for it what the fuck how <laughs> i've heard it more time more time obviously than that other shit um did you I hear because it wasn't forced upon you if that makes sense did you hear that uh tyler perry's coming out with a meal plan kit and i might sign up for it what is it called hello hello fresh hello fresh hello mm-hmm. i hate that she beat me to my joke mm-hmm. way to, to kill it <laughs> um i'm officially i play jazz while i read years old now ah shit now yeah uh the other day i was reading a book and i was like man i can't concentrate i need to throw on some jazz and i throw on some jazz and then i read some of the book and i was like god damn i'm old so old people do jazz is soothing um i don't know much about jazz but the jazz that i have heard and played it's it's mellow there's probably some jazz heads out there but yeah jazz is like one of them things you just put on and just mellow out yeah like i you know obviously uh don't go to like out of the house to work or whatever but the other day i was in the bathroom and i was gonna i was taking a shit and i just threw on some jazz because i was like oh yeah <laughs> that's what they, i was like oh let me find some easy listening that's what they do at people's jobs some elevated music yeah it's like a jazzy version of, i can't go for that you know or some just some shit yes <laughs> it's always some, some Drive, easy driving some way to crazy because this is the 18th time you heard this song today yeah what is it about easy listening it just makes it i guess it's more i guess it's better to try to take a trap shit nobody wants <laughs> to take a trap shit 
<laughs> I don't think I would. No, that'd be too much happening. Yeah, you don't want to be too intense, Darren. <laughs> you fuck around and hurt yourself. Yeah, we old nigga. We 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 right. can't be having all that going on. Right. Uh. So yeah, I I can see how that would happen. But yeah, I was just thinking that the other day. I was like throwing on jazz and reading books and shit. Um. You know they say don't sweat the small stuff, but also size is relative. So what really is the small stuff? is everything small stuff or does it just depend on who the person is the both it dep- yeah it depends on who the person is and some some people they that's how they treat life like everything is is like i can explain everything some things can turn into bigger things but if if, if majority of the things is small a big thing would actually be a big thing because you're not stressing out yeah but it's like who gets to decide what's big for your life right is that, that that's an individual thing a lot of people shit is like it ain't happening to me so it's small stuff correct correct is it small stuff um you know stacey abrams did lose in georgia to voter suppression uh and racism but maybe the most important accomplishment of stacey abrams is something that we don't talk about um she reclaimed stacey back for black women in politics come on because um stacey dash had it for a while yeah take that throne so now if you talk about politics and you say the name stacy she won't be the first name we think of when you say hey, it's a mm-hmm. black woman named stacy we won't be like stacy dash we'll be like stacy abrams yes of course i love her and people will get offended if you actually are talking about stacy dash we really needed that you know like the game was fucked up stacy yeah. dash came in and fucked it up i wish some po- i wish some black woman politician would come out here and uh do better for the name karen because you know us karens you know it's it's tough out there for us we get blamed for everything we get blamed for putting um raisins in the uh potato salad we get blamed for everything it's like not all karens hashtag so, not all karens so come on karen do something great one of you karens out there um let's see what else is happening uh how about this um also this is some old school r&b the other day and it's kind of weird because i forgot how much of a code they had in there for all the nasty stuff that people get up to mm-hmm. you know it was kind of i was like listening to it, i was like mm, i wonder what this really means i still don't know what some of these terms mean <laughs> like you make my love come down what does that mean to make your love come down like what exactly what act is that what what is that something sexual is it emotional mm-hmm. what does it mean you yeah. look like you know what it means i don't know what it means <laughs> what does it mean he made me get wet like from a woman's perspective but i've but i've seen her men i've heard men sing it say so you make my love you make my love come down i've heard men sing it mm-hmm. yeah what does that mean they can sing it too you gene said you couldn't sing it even though you're talking about a woman from that but, perspective but what no they clearly were talking about themselves i'm not crazy the men were saying you make my love come down and they weren't saying yeah orgasm. because i'm a woman or i'm speaking from your perspective it was no, you. Are, are they singing the song right that's one song yes that's one song right i'm but, saying it, it's also lyrics in other songs yes you see what i'm saying like obviously evelyn champagne king saying you make my love come down right so that's why i was like that's a woman yeah yeah i'm not saying but i'm saying it was used in more than just her one song ah other people use it in other lyrics for other songs what the fuck 
you know uh, what I'm that, saying? that same phrasing yeah make uh, my love come down yeah just a, a form of ejaculation a coming okay. mm-hmm. so that that's means how, that's how women. i interpret it all right okay and not even for women for men too okay all right what about um feel my nature rise same thing horny you getting horny that means a man is getting his penis hard yeah and um, a woman's titties getting hard and all the other stuff that happens when you okay. get aroused passions take over me same thing that sounds rapey i don't like that one <laughs> It's like my passion took over baby i just couldn't help myself no 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 no, no. In, in, in a non-rapid self they talk about their pat their, their own personal passions like within themselves took over them not somebody's putting the passion upon them uh let your love rain down on me mm-hmm. same thing ejaculation okay somehow some type of ejaculation okay. yeah you know men's ejaculation goes everywhere so you know like like when they sing it's raining men mm-hmm i mean they don't physically mean men but you think it means sperm of course hmm, that is a different twist on that i just thought a minute a lot of men came out that night you know mm-hmm. a lot of men it's raining a lot of them apparently mm-hmm. all right well yeah those are the ones i thought of you know obviously you know I'm, i might could be wrong but that's my interpretation because i hear it's raining men i i just think it's a nasty song but i'm we, here for it we obviously know the ode to the bbc uh pull up to my bumper baby and your <laughs> ah. big, big black limousine we all know that one that's an easy one come on all right uh let's get into the news the cdc tells people to stop eating and throw away all romaine lettuce I'm again after another e coli outbreak sickens at least 32 people in 11 states Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i said uh when you don't have people that's over these places that know what they're doing and actually control shit you have outbreaks like this yeah the other thing i would say is this be careful black friday because they're gonna have a lot of romaine sales okay they're gonna be giving romaine lettuce away buy anything get two bags of romaine free be careful out there y'all okay i don't want to be reading about y'all i guess we'd be eating the the, the, uh water ass regular lettuce then how can i turn this deal down Mm, guess my lettuce gonna have my lettuce gonna be multicolored because you know they get white folks get fans i don't even know the name of the lettuce but you walk in the lesbian purple and all types of colors uh our girl uh kind of becoming my girl i feel like i shouldn't really be attached to this woman because she gonna fuck up soon and i'm gonna regret it but i the more people that don't like her the more i like her uh alexandria ocasio cortez mm-hmm. she uh is in the news uh first of all she was she does things like goes on instagram live and gives like talks to her fans and she talked about um this uh group that called justice democrats that really supported her and it's the one of the reasons that she got to where she is so like she did a talk talking about them talking to them and to that audience and stuff and she fucked up a couple things in this long ass talk you know she fucked up a couple things that you know like uh calling the three you know the three branches like legislative uh was it uh judicial or president or something like that like whatever administrator or something mm-hmm. she fucked up that and said like some said like it's four branches or something sarah palin tweeted this out and it was like she don't need to be talking about this kind of stuff she needs to go do some reading so 
fished it probably said she could see somewhere else from a house russia from wherever the hell she was talking about sarah palin who when asked what she was reading called it a gotcha question because she couldn't name anything she read it was she said i like to do a lot of readings they the follow-up question was what do you read and she couldn't come up with an answer and then said that bitch set me up i can't believe she would ask me that question devil was alive that's what i heard her say it's crazy so yeah um anyway she uh threw her weight behind a new national campaign to mount primaries against incumbent democrats deemed to be ideological and demographically out of step with their with their districts the incoming star congresswoman from new york again put the democratic establishment on notice that she and activist groups on the left aren't content with democratic control house they are determined to move the party to the left long story for uh, short i need you to run for office ocasio cortez said saturday on a video conference called hosted by justice uh democrats as the group launched a campaign dubbed hashtag our time justice democrats supported ocasio cortez's primary campaign against powerful representative joe crowley democrat in new york all americans know money and politics is a huge problem but unfortunately the way that we fix it is by demanding that our incumbents give it up or by running fierce campaigns ourselves she said that's really what we need to do to save this country that's just what it is the incoming congresswoman's chief of staff Saket uh chakrabarty wait chakrabarty a co-founder of justice democrats was blunter we need new leaders period he said on the call we got a primary folks the group said it wants democratic members of congress to be representative of their diverse communities and support liberal policies like medicare for all abolishing the immigration and customs enforcement agency implementing a green new deal and rejecting corporate pack donations on the campaign trail ocasio cortez talked about forming a corporate free caucus as a means to push for reform that type of group if it forms could turn out to be the left's counterpart to the freedom caucus which pushed republican leadership to the right i don't think people who are taking money from oil and gas companies should be drafting climate legislation she said on the call as for which democrats they will target the grassroots organization welcomes its members to submit nominations of candidates and potential districts to target in 2020 justice democrats said it will prioritize women and diversity in its recruitment all four incoming house members who were backed by justice democrats are women of color ayanna presley ilhan omar rashida talib and ocasio cortez if you're a strong progressive leader in your community and committed to getting money out of politics i want you to join me in congress i want you to run she said on twitter um yeah i saw this and then also saw where people the right-wing organizations were like mocking her because she only had seven thousand dollars in savings and which is more than most people come on and she's only 29 right and she can't and she couldn't afford to just move to dc um yeah I, I i don't think any of that's mocking worthy and i actually was kind of sad to see people that are democrats people that are liberal sharing shit from the daily caller you know and because i'm look consistency is key a lot of motherfuckers ain't consistent when those right wing sites were sharing shit about hillary's emails everybody was like don't share those links these people are you know you share shit from white right wing republican sites because y'all don't like hillary that like how how is that okay well how is this okay to be sharing and then what does that have to do with anything Literally, so she don't got a lot of money okay you know not that that's even like nothing to sneeze at most motherfuckers at 29 ain't got no seven thousand dollars in the bank come on most of them ain't got seven thousand dollars to their name 
so i was disgusted to see people sharing that shit um the idea of her primary people not her but her organization wanting to primary primary people it's not even her organization if we're being fair the people who backed her who she supports wanting to primary people well that's how she got her spot so i don't find that to be so outrageous and i also don't find the idea of primarying people because you feel like they're too centrist to be a problem if you're a progressive person it's only a problem if you lose to them and if you lose to them we may potentially get a more progressive person in congress i I don't think that's a bad thing for the party you know the only bad side of this comes if a more progressive person somehow beats the incumbent democrat and then loses to the republican you know which would suck but this is part of the this is now part of the party like i don't think people should be so quick to admonish them because i don't think this is a bernie sanders thing these are people that are part of the party who are trying to come from inside and push it to the left i don't find that to be a bad thing i think when these initiatives when you have people in power that are democrats if we would have had these type of people already in congress already in the house of representatives a lot more of obama shit would have passed without executive orders and they wouldn't have been able to repeal it so easily so if the idea is you know after watching beto after watching stacey abrams after watching andrew gillum get so close in states that have not given up democratic leadership positions in some of these some of these 25 50 60 years watching them get the closest anyone's ever gotten with progressive policies i'm i'm not against this at all i i now look maybe she's gonna do something soon and i'm gonna be like damn i thought she was cool but she ended up being fucked up but i don't see where all the animosity towards her is coming from it's like people were trying to tear her down before she can be yeah, somebody right and 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 to me it's, it's it's several things in in fact at factor here a lot of it is poor shaming because yeah. you know a lot of those people that have a lot of them are already rich and you know the income that they make from the house of the representatives and congress and shit they that's like chump change to them like they they already are making money so a lot of these stories that are breaking out about her is just the poverty shaming and also uh, particularly on the democratic side a lot of them truthfully they like the system like it is and when you have people that are coming to agitate and irritate the system a lot of times when you agitate and irritate that means sometimes some of these old folks they got to go and they don't want to hear that bullshit they don't want to hear that the shit you doing ain't enough. They don't want to hear that you're not radical enough. They don't want to hear that the people you're representing, you're wasting fucking time and people are dying. They know this and they understand it, but they want to follow the rules. The game has changed now where you 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 can be diplomatic, but then it comes to a point where you got to say, motherfucker, I said no, or I'm going to do this. Or you got to turn around and say, fuck you too. And the Democrats always want to keep it cute. They always want to keep it pretty. They always want to follow the book. And you can follow the book and still have a fight. They want to play the game with somebody that doesn't give a fuck about the game. (laughs) And they rig the game so that they can win, but yet the Democrats won't do anything to fight back. And when they do fight back, their fight back is very little and it doesn't really change the system because a lot of times when democrats do have power they don't come in and they don't say okay 
y'all were doing some fucked up shit we're gonna correct this we're gonna do it right like you say we're gonna make it so that if this reverts back again because the country keeps going left and right if it reverts back again y'all can't come and just change this they get power they want like i said they want to keep it cute they want to keep it pretty they want to follow the rules they don't want to raise their voice they don't want to get ugly they don't want to get mean they don't want to get dirty they don't want to get none of that shit they just want to be like well this is the way it's always done when we have a president and a party to go fuck the way it's done democrats go well this is this is the president and we've never done this Republicans go, well, we ain't never done it. Fuck it, why not? Democrats don't ever do that. They don't ever go, well, we haven't done this. Let's try to do it. And that becomes a problem. And when you have these young people that they're out here in the streets, they're tired. They're out here, you know, particularly even younger than the generation now. When you have a generation now that have active shooter drills, a generation now that's just having to learn how to uh, uh, go in um, – uh, help their uh classmates with the, they've been shot by bullets and shit like that this generation is tired and i think even some of us in our 40s and 50s a lot of us we didn't have to deal with the things that our parents dealt with not that we didn't deal with racism not none of that but but our generation is almost that middle generation the generation before us had to deal with ha, ha, is, is they dealt with civil rights and and out in the street and fighting now we have a generation after us Trayvon Martin, this is their civil rights. This is their thing. That middle generation, and I turn funny, a lot of us li- was living it good. We dealt with racism, but there was nothing in my lifetime, I'm not trying to be funny, that I can remember that I would, I, that, that I was like, I got to go out in the street. There was nothing that really happened, and a lot of it has to do with social media, don't get me wrong, but there was nothing that happened that made me say, I don't agree with that, but but, but I, I think there was a lot of shit that happened that people got in the streets for like yeah. rodney king um like uh even 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 with but, uh go, go ahead i'm sorry but but and and, and 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 when i say that not that people didn't get in the streets i'm not saying people didn't get in the streets and i'm not saying that people didn't march that's not what i'm saying but what are you saying because you did just say there was like we had it good there was nothing people wanted to get out of the street that you I mean, felt I mean, you need to get in the streets for i feel like there's a lot of shit like george uh, w bush what had motherfuckers hot like it wasn't all good for us either it's just we get older and then it's like the time for that shit for a lot of older people is over and that that, that, that's true but also i think too is that it is a a how can i say this not that things didn't happen not that people didn't get angry not that people didn't get march I, i i march i'm not saying that what i'm saying is that our generation the, the generation they have now is like a longevity of it our generation yeah we marched but was there any longevity to that i think so but i mean it's the same thing we don't know that this is longevity for them trump could get out of office and these motherfuckers could stop marching we don't know like the, a lot of this is reactionary that's what human beings do like the way racist people reacted to obama obama was a reaction to bush you see what i'm saying like it's bush was a reaction to clinton like it's like the the pendulum swings back and forth with who's activated and who's not but you know i i mean after 9-11 you know how 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 motherfuckers was acting like they wouldn't start a whole fucking war like and people were so motivated they went and signed up for a war for some people that had nothing to do with it like is i think that like the idea of people kind of getting out in the streets and doing shit that's all that's gonna be a constant forever like there'll always be somebody but 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 and also i put like this 
when I said that I was speaking for myself, for me, mm-hmm. you know, because like I said, my lifetime, there was, I, I got upset and I got angry and I got mad, but there was nothing that really, and I, and I don't know if it's because I'm older now, there was nothing that really struck me that was like, and, and I guess also I didn't really grow up in an activist family. I, you're not, yeah, you're not going to get out in the streets for anything. So I don't know that you're like using yourself as an example we're not out in the streets so it's not even like well if it was like now i'm out in the streets no it's like i feel like the people that were out in the streets were out the people that weren't weren't you know what i mean i don't think it's it's kind of like during the civil rights mar- mar- era not everybody marched no they didn't you know what i mean but every black person was concerned with civil rights i mean because they had to be but Christ. it's not like everybody was getting water hose so i i don't know that it's necessarily like having it easy or not having it easy i really feel like generations have the people they have your activist people and you have your people that aren't like i don't know that we fall into the category that would have been in the streets during any point in time that's true true but also it may have to do with but i this i think too when i was younger i was not as connected to being aware of things as i am now i you know now i'm more because of social media i'm more aware i'm more alert i know more things are happening i know where it's happening and so the emotions and things that i feel now is different than when i was younger i can truly say when i was younger i cared but then i didn't care i I don't know if that makes sense what i'm saying I, i cared but uh it was one of those things where like like you say it's just human nature it just that that caring didn't last for long and that caring didn't there was nothing within myself that like i said i don't know if i would ever do that but that but like i said there was there's was nothing that made me say i got to do this or i i got to go out and i got to march but like i said i guess i'm a terrible example <laughs> to use i mean yeah you you're not gonna do it anyway so i don't feel like that's a representative of like this is different i don't think it's different i think it's the same um that some of the tools are different correct but there's always been organizing tools you know whether it's a black church also like i don't want to i don't think we have to demean or 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 like kind of dismiss the activism of the past or the moments no. of the past to then say that this is good as well like i don't feel like well these people are marching and nobody cared like nah these people are the people like if these people would have been born 10 years ago they would have been marching uh against the war in iraq they would have been marching uh against not you know like um uh you know what was a pink why can't i remember their fucking names uh they were they were but they would have been marching for something else you know what i mean like it's not it's not necessarily that i think social media elevates it easier to connect more easy to go viral but the truth of the matter is al sharpton was getting that done without 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 social media and he was like like people like people been marching riding all this shit i don't think it's a knock i think what what i what i like about this um generation of like uh ocasio and people like that that are getting involved politically as well as people that are activists that are outside agitating 
um is that we're getting to see more of what they go through every day right and and i and i think for me that 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 thing where i was like caring and i care it's just that i just didn't know it's like now yeah, you i'm didn't constantly like, fed so i'm more aware and yeah alert. you didn't like reading books about slavery and your history and shit mm-hmm. so that's not really the same like i think it's cool like you're becoming more um aware of things as you age because you're getting more curious about things that you weren't curious about i don't necessarily know that that's a uh element of like well that's because it's more effective now i just feel like when we like that's somehow people some people are like i've always been a little bit weird where i'm like oh y'all didn't know about this ruling like this means that black people can't do things today to some people that was just like a thing we learned for black history month and then we never talked about it again that and that's true and also i think that uh some people are i'm not gonna say more radical but some people are raised similar to you where their parents are like nigga you're gonna learn this shit like right here are the rules here are the people this is what happened and the way i was raised was was i'm not gonna say different but it was yes i'm black i love my blackness but i didn't learn about the history and like you said as i've getting older but like this i feel as though i know it's my son i feel as though sometimes i feel like uh anytime you learn is a good time to learn but i feel as though if i would have known the things years ago that i know now i might have been a little bit more proactive i might have right. been more willing to march in the street i might i'm just keeping it real i might now, have you also didn't want to know that's true too that's the thing i've known you since we were 16 you didn't want to know so and this is not a knock on you this is just to say like i don't know that it's just as simple as well now people are different i don't think people are different there's a lot of people that don't want to know now how many people got mad that people brought up um uh voter suppression historically to connect to voter suppression today and called it shaming well that that emotion is the same emotion that you had when you were like i don't want to learn about fucking people marching and getting water hosed that's not different there's a lot of people who are proudly like i don't want to know and I, and you making me think about this hurt my feelings the black kids who didn't like black history month because it meant we had to watch eyes on the prize and we had to read about uh slavery and shit like and watch roots there's a lot of black people that are like i don't like that part of the fucking black history to this day they still kind of feel like black history is this burden to learn right like that's not and and i'm not saying it to single you out i just think you represent a lot more people than you think um and you can either come to grips with it and start challenging yourself and pushing your envelope and learning about this stuff because you start to become more aware of the world and you start to see things you know people get more politically uh knowledgeable as they get older because you have the time now and you're not just going out clubbing every night you're not just going out like you start to be like yo this shit affects my life like you start realizing where the real game is played you know like at 16 to 17 you think the you know it's about some other shit like what's my school's policies or what uh what do my parents think about this when you start getting to a certain age you're like yo this shit affects my taxes this shit affects my health care this shit affect i'm 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 more responsible for myself how do i how am i gonna retire how am i gonna buy a house so you are forced to think about how things affect you that at 17 when they're talking about the housing credit and it's big in the debate between clinton and fucking um you know uh let's say bush or whatever whoever was running at the time man we don't care about that shit you know what i mean because you i don't have a house my parents have a house i stay in it you see what i'm saying like it's 
so i don't like it's not uh to knock you or even to credit the people today i feel like it's about the same i hope that now all that being said all that being said i hope you're right and that is different and that we'll see you see what i'm saying like i'm more cynical i'm more you know you know me i'm more pessimistic Mm -hmm. i think this will come to pass i think if they get trump out of there a lot of motherfuckers that are super like active now will stop being as active i think a lot of people will feel like mission accomplished um uh, when when you never get to the mission accomplished part yeah and liberals think, never do we've gone right, through this a lot right and, and and also i think the thing for me too is that um i, I really do think when i was younger i wish I, and i think the reason why i broke out of that shell was just because like you said the older you get the more you realize that the past actually influences the future and the past is actually connected to the future whether you want it to be or not and the tricks never change so you have to know the tricks they use then in order to understand the yeah. tricks they use now and and and, and, and like i said you still got people that don't want to know that's that, that's what's and, so frustrating to me and i know i shouldn't be they're human and they're, and people make mistakes that people can't see the bigger picture sometimes and i don't want to like be yelling at these niggas all the time but it's super frustrating to see people our age that are still on some like you bringing up this shit is irrelevant when it's super relevant it's literally the only fucking thing that matters because if you don't see the fucking pattern and you don't connect the thread to how important it is today how are you gonna relay the importance of what's happening now if you don't talk about how it's affected everything up until now like it's like they're fighting with one hand behind their back you know so it's been frustrating this last like month or so and i'm sure people have heard it on the microphone but it's been frustrating to see people who claim to otherwise be knowledgeable and to care to be like nope it's irrelevant because it makes me feel bad yeah yeah and 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 the thing about it is that um how can i say this the reality is the truth hurts and the thing about the truth the truth don't give a fuck about your feelings and how you feel it is what it is and you know i i I wish that uh i guess i wish i would have been more comfortable with the getting past the emotions and the pain and the heartache and i know some people will never get over that but once you get past that emotion you can actually equip yourself to fight because a lot of times i i can personally say in life once you get to the point where you go i don't want to deal with it i don't want to deal with it don't bring it to me i don't want to deal with it i don't want to deal with it then something happens and you feel hopeless and helpless and then once you go back and you begin to learn these things you go okay this is not as bad as i thought i can actually fight back not only do not only can i fight back i i now have i'm now properly equipped to fight back you come to it when you come to it correct everybody does so that's no shame in that Mm -mm. um the not the 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 biggest thing to me that i want to at least use our platform to clarify or to to let people know because i've always felt this way i've always said it but now i feel like more people are listening since the trump shit it was never going to make you feel bad that's the that's the fucking trick they don't teach slavery to us about the civil war they're just now going to do that in 2019 in texas that's gonna actually make a lot of black kids who have been going what the fuck is up with this flag what's up with this racism why is everybody acting like they can't see it that is going to make a lot of those black kids go oh well now it makes fucking sense you know and that's the part that people don't 
it's the leap you have to take it's a little bit of a leap of faith but it's like i'm gonna feel bad i'm gonna learn we were slaves you're going to learn how we survive correct you're going to learn the legacies that endure you're going to learn the things that it took in order to ensure that the you were here you're gonna learn that we didn't just lay down you know you're going to learn about the excellence you're going to learn that you know someone like sojourner truth might have been illiterate and still one of the most prominent black feminists of all time you know like you're we're coming at this from different angles and there's so many stories and there's so many it's so much bigger than martin luther king you know it's so much bigger than just one or two people and that's and that's the thing that gets lost when we go well i might feel bad why you didn't do anything your ancestors didn't do anything you know and hopefully it can stop some of the stupid shit i keep hearing where it's like i would have killed the white man and said i ain't gonna be no slave some people did that and they died yes they did okay but a lot of people survived and you wouldn't be here if they didn't you know let's have some respect it maybe it'll stop the i'm not my ancestors you can get these hands maybe it'll stop that kind of stupid shit you know some people did deliver some hands and then god delivered some lynchings you know they did maybe you won't feel ashamed when someone brings up that they lynched our ancestors at the fucking voting booth maybe you won't be ashamed because you realize our ancestors didn't do anything wrong if anything they were brave and they went up there and they wrote and documented every single word and step that they took to let you know that i am doing this for you not for me i know they're gonna kill me i can't imagine that level of bravery Mm mm-mm you know so i um if i got a little defensive or whatever uh towards the our generation and beyond it's because i don't find i don't i we don't have to knock anyone down to lift these kids up no so these kids are brave in their way and it's not that we didn't go through this or we wouldn't have marched or we we did and the people before us did and the people before that did and maybe all of us didn't maybe you wouldn't have but somebody was and i and i think it's important to note that distinction which is why i brought that part up right and i wasn't saying that at all like that was not my intentions okay i I just i well we would have got a letter i'm just letting you know because it sounded like you were saying uh <laughs> we had it easy like i think you said that like we had it easy we did this and i'm like not everybody had it easy you talking no. about the crack you talking about the crack epidemic talking about the aids epidemic you know talking about the cia putting fucking drugs in our neighborhoods it wasn't easy you know like a lot of the black on black violence shit that people talk about now is a direct result of them fucking poisoning our our neighborhoods correct you know so um is i think we every generation has a heart in their way all right and everyone fights in their way right and i think i would just like to note that distinction because i don't want to i love these kids now and i'm not mm-hmm. trying to knock these kids mm-hmm. and you know wh- whatever conclusions they come to are they're inheriting the world that they built and i know the mistakes that our generations have made i know the things that we've done that are good all that stuff you know and we carry that with us and those kids are going to get theirs too you know i'm really going to enjoy watching uh alexandria ocasio cortez because she's gonna be a person i think hopefully is around for a long time and this generation will learn through her example of oh this is what they do to you because they're already attacking her mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be she hasn't done anything yet she doesn't have any real power yet 
and other than the ears and the eyes of the young people and, and they're so scared of her right. they're already trying to tell you that she ain't shit that's like that we've seen this game plan before yeah and it's almost like a two-edged sword because the uh, the opposite party attacks you and the old people in office attacks you because they're scared they're going to give them seats up right so look i really like what she's doing because i think um and 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 for the record let me clear up something else she's not really doing a lot of this shit i'm saying her but i don't really mean that and that's to her detriment and to her it's kind of to her detriment in the long run and people will start to see that but they make her the face of a lot of shit that she's not the face of right like they're trying to make her the face of we're trying to get pelosi out of here well they have a document that is signed by 16 democrats who want her i think it's actually 16 democrats and one republican but i'm not anyway they want nancy pelosi to be replaced as a speaker of the house with who right they don't even have a person they want to replace her with but here's the other part karen she didn't sign it but people will say she's leading the charge to get pelosi out of there she's also on record as saying pelosi is the most progressive leader that they could have in that position right now so like the the, the we're watching the the tarring and feathering of her in real time and it's starting before she even gets to dc so we'll watch her be eroded we'll watch people make sure that she's not a president or a senator or whatever and if she fights enough to get to that and what is she going to do when she stops running for just the small no offense to the to the office but for if she decides to have ambitions beyond just office what is she going to do about money what is she going to do for a ground campaign we're going to watch her do it in real time and does she violate her principles i there's this thing where i don't root really for harm to come to people in a lot of cases Mm -mm. but i always do root for this one thing it's probably like it is a little petty motivated i'll be rooting for people to get that shoe on the other foot like i really do root for people to be like okay you think you know how to navigate this thing because you're not in this position right so let's put you in this position how would you navigate it now oh it's not that easy is it you know but that's the thing that that's those are the lessons we all learn in life yes it is you know we all have some version of this in our life Mm -hmm. when i'm 30 i'm gonna be married i'm gonna have two children i'm gonna get a house i'm gonna do this and then life comes and kind of goes is that really what you want are you really sacrificed that you know are you looking you know or maybe that's what you get and then you realize you don't want it but it's now you gotta get a divorce right figure out how you gonna split custody these kids life just has a way of happening to people and you and you find out all the people you judged on the way up well you were i would never right get a divorce i would never leave my spouse i would never co-parent my home and you find out yes the fuck you would because you don't know you just don't know till you get there right a lot of the shit we see with people attacking celebrities on social media because they make a mistake you don't know because nobody gives a fuck what you think and when you and if people did you start catching that flack too of people being like hey wait a minute what you mean by this you know and nobody times yeah and nobody cares when you double down Mm -mm. you get to double down and be wrong and never go back apologize or clean nothing up you just get to do that because nobody cares about you but if you do get popular enough one day you'll be in that position where somebody is telling you that you ain't shit and you can't clap back or whatever neat thing you do without somebody being like actually you ain't you the one that's wrong here you know it's that kind of thing i root for people to get that shoe on the other foot you know and i hope that ocasio cortez gets that too so that she can because i want to see how she's going to handle it not because i'm rooting against her right i want to see if she can uphold the principles of i'm gonna keep money out of politics i'll never compromise my morals i'm not compromising my 
belief system i will always go for the like most leftist stance without talking to any republicans or centrist democrat i want to see what happens primary everybody let's see what happens you know maybe we get a more left-leaning party or maybe we find out that you lose some of these seats when you have a democrat that doesn't talk about i go out on the weekends to shoot my gun like maybe you lose that seat i don't know what happens you know and so let's find out then is your is your country too you know and if those democrats are strong enough then they'll win anyway you know we'll see so yeah i'm I'm not i'm not really with the it's not like they're primary like a sitting president or some shit Mm-mm. you know what i mean like i could get why people was against like primary and clinton or obama or some shit like okay i get that but nigga primary and uh i'm sorry but primary and these these motherfuckers that y'all don't like that you feel are too centrist do it also i want to see that list of candidates they come up with because they ain't gonna look how people think it's gonna look Mm-mm. you know a lot of people think it's just gonna be like nancy pelosi and shit and cory booker it ain't gonna look like that because you got a lot of democrats that are true centrist those are just the popular liberal democrats that have been put upon so much that we start to nitpick every decision they make there are some straight up democrats who go i'm voting for this uh ban on abortions mm-hmm. but i'm a democrat mm-hmm. there's some democrats in like west virginia and shit that are just fucking republicans with a d next to their name yes they are those are the ones i want to see because beto won almost won texas with that liberal ass shit texas nobody got that close to that dude you know what i'm saying nobody got close to texas to Cruz like that before so anyway i want to see what happens um and then this organization also is talking about prioritizing people of color women you know what i'm saying first like who's against this you'll be surprised i mean but i'm saying among me and you like right. who like who are the people that i give a fuck if they against this nobody you know we'll see if they can do it by the way we don't know that they can do it i mean i know they won some of their candidates won let's see if they can keep it up you know this yeah. also doesn't feel like like bernie's not involved in this which is very funny because he tried to come in at the end and cat and take some credit for ocasio but bernie's not involved in this shit doesn't make him an enemy necessarily but he ain't involved this looks different than his version of the socialist democrat which is white people shit right like ocasio cortez is still talking about race still talking about gender still talking about lgbtq issues and the economy because you can do them all guess what guys you don't have to pick one so anyway um we'll see we'll see but i I mean i do like think you're you're you could absolutely be right that this is different because it may be sustainable in a way with social media that it wasn't for our generation maybe maybe and 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 like i said i do have hope for the fact that good and or bad with social media hashtag never forget so you can constantly push these things right so we'll see man we'll see um let's see what else is happening um a new jersey woman is a let uh oh the new jersey woman update scam alert the new jersey woman <laughs> <laughs> in the gofundme scam you know talking about with the homeless dude and the white people mm-hmm. yeah so um she is saying now that she was duped by her boyfriend and the homeless man she was an innocent white flower oh y'all going to jail i'm, I'm confident in the end this evidence will reveal kate had only the best intention said the woman's attorney 
oh so now all three of them got three separate attorneys mm-hmm. they gonna be in the courtroom pointing at each other um yep her boyfriend there apparently there was a secret recording uh that she made uh talking to her boyfriend and she they she they expect that to show she did not have uh that much dealings in uh the scam she said uh she was used the 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 attorney said she was used by mr d'amico and mr bobbitt and she thought throughout the that this money was going to a homeless veteran she was unaware that they had concocted this scheme now she still went on them vacations though yes she did so sis i don't know you going to jail with the, with the rest of them yeah i don't i don't know if you're gonna uh they ain't buying that be able to <laughs> <laughs> oh no they're gonna can. be like but but you did go get the car right and you did go to vegas right you did spend the money yeah she might be going to jail i don't know about this one karen uh her, her attorneys uh yeah, your whiteness might be not be able to save you from this one yeah um yeah and then they just go through what we learned yesterday mm-hmm. except uh uh baguero mcclure's law- lawyer says it wasn't until september when meeting with the prosecutors that she came to realize that she had been used by both of them <laughs> uh an attorney for D'Amico said monday that he's surprised by mcclure's defense i don't know how kate is playing the victim now i will i will be curious to see how this defense plays out for her in court he said they could each serve up to five to ten years in prison if they're convicted Mm-hmm. yeah it was literally all good just a week ago it really was and now they got separate lawyers it's never good when they show up with separate lawyers oh shit I about to say the only people that's winning is the lawyers mm-hmm an anonymous bride is admitted to some truly outrageous bridezilla behavior leading up to her big day in which she sabotaged her bridesmaids diets to ensure she looked the prettiest the woman who only goes by penny and seems to be based in australia told w-i-h-m-n that it, i guess women that in order to stand out amongst her sisters who were also bridesmaids on a big day she frequently made the special slimming smoothies except there was nothing slimming about them in fact she packed the smoothies with protein powder causing them to gain weight in the lead up to the event penny the second of three girls said that she'd always felt competitive with her sister she insisted her older sister maggie was jealous of her impending nuptials and her younger sister charlie is a guy magnet they're also going in her words stunt stunning uh oh they're also both stunning and it, i always felt like jan brady in the middle i uh, wasn't as high and popular as my older sister and i wasn't as cute and fun as my younger sister i was just penny in the middle but they've also always been close they're so close in fact that once penny got engaged to her now husband richie all three of the girls lived together with richie what weird sharing a home certainly helped penny decide uh decided to put well she decided to put her plan into place as the wedding plan geared up penny started to feel even more competitive with her sisters and the wheel started turning and to find a way to ensure that she shine above them in her wedding i've been planning my wedding since i knew what a bride was and i pro and i knew i would get a little bridezilla ish but this wedding focused atmosphere may have sent me into the stratosphere i started crazy i started obsessing about every tiny detail i was pretty much it was pretty much all i spoke about so she was worried about the wedding photos and she decided to fatten up her bridesmaid so that she would not look as fat compared to them 
Good I'm not your sister. Mm-hmm. Wow. We, People are crazy about we, these weddings. We would fucking fall out. She even bought a weight loss shake, emptied the container, and filled it with mega weight gain protein powder as a cover. Every morning I insisted on making breakfast smoothies for everyone. I told them I wanted us all to look our best on the big day, so I was making them special slimming smoothies. Wow. By Don't the you t- think they realized they were gaining weight? Something yeah. was fucking wrong? By the time my wedding rolled around, each of my sisters had to have their dress altered to accommodate their thickening waistlines. She said, now she looks at the picture. Sometimes she feels a twinge of guilt, but she's mostly happy that she looks gorgeous and her sisters are looking washed out and chubby. Oh, girl. You ever get caught in this, you're going to get ran up on. Debbie, one time I had to put my hands on my sister. <laughs> right? Bitch, I will fuck you up. Mm-mm-mm uh all right let's get into uh i'm surprised she ain't one of them long letters for you to read uh yeah i think she wrote a reddit post but i can't do an australian accent so i had to opt out of that one i'm sorry everybody um sorry wanga yeah my, my australian ain't too great buddy so um all right let's get into uh some fucking with black people guys just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate love to wait hate to play it's fucking with black people okay we go around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with the we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody Yay. oh and what happened if us if you find out what happened to her sister what you know um did you make smooth i i found this article online that says that anonymous did some, somebody would make it smoothest for their sister somebody like they this if, is gonna get back to them yeah if that's true there can't be a lot of weddings where the sisters moved in with the fucking fiance and had smoothies every morning i would snatch a hole in your chest dog what is wrong with you oh you never never family function again never yeah good grief i'm, I'm surprised they, even they, still they gonna be, they're gonna be like you mad forever i'm be like forever ever forever ever forever ever dog she better not have not see her yeah i'm surprised they even still married because come on because she ain't thinking past the wedding that's definitely a grounds for divorce um all right let's talk about fucking with black people so ellen pompeo uh gabrielle union gina rodriguez and emma roberts recently sat down with net apporters the big television debate panel discussion and the results were unforgettable seemingly no crucial issue was left untouched during the incredibly candid 24-minute segment as the four stars addressed pay equality diversity inclusion in raw and real terms yeah i haven't watched the whole thing yet um my girl uh bossy did she told me it was great so i do want to sit down and watch this whole 25 minutes on youtube okay but um they had the clip that's been circulating is uh ellen pompeo talking about um race when it comes to um casting and stuff like that and beyond like when it comes to diversity um and she went in let me see if i can find the original clip okay yeah this is uh shonda rhimes retweeted this um and uh can y'all see it in the chat mm-hmm. okay cool cool just give it a second to play here 
think it'll play in a second now all right this day has been incredible and there's a ton of women in the room but i don't see enough color and i didn't see enough color when i walked in the room today and uh, i had a meeting with a director of another uh endorsement project that i'm doing i said you know when i show up on set i would like to see the crew look like the world that i walk around in every day come on and i think it's up to all productions to make sure that your crew looks like the world we see as caucasian people it's our job it's our task it's our responsibility to make sure that we speak up in every single room we walk into that this is not okay and that we can all do better it's our job because we've created the problem come on yeah my favorite part is that like around a this 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 meant this like 35 second mark or whatever uh gabby's face is all our face (laughs) right you got it i don't need to say a word you carry that cross (laughs) like that moment where you just like go ahead oh oh she gonna carry the torch well go ahead baby you know when it's like you get invited to some diversity initiative like discussion and you don't have to do it you're like okay you okay the white woman got it okay she got it go ahead boo you you got it do your thing it actually makes you feel better too especially considering that ellen pompeo's not just talking about the industry she literally is calling out that room they're in so that's the in- people that are conducting the interview she's like looking around it's kind of white up in here kind of you know now ellen pompeo is controversial uh because uh you know she's been canceled already uh one time uh and i think it started because she used it was we covered it on the show for fucking with black people and i think we gave it low scores but one of them was uh she used black emojis okay um, like the brown emojis for, yeah that come out with the phone yeah um and i you know i i guess that's a thing for the kids you know i don't yeah, know that, i don't know either hmm. uh yeah she faces black backlash after using black emojis people.com wrote about this in 2016 two years ago basically um and i think it became like a whole thing where people on twitter were going at her and she had talked about being experiencing racism because she was married to a black man that has black children and people was like you can't experience racism you're still a white woman she's like well i'm gonna call like you know slurs and shit because i because because this is my family like and people like well that still don't mean you experiencing racism you still white you know and there was like a big fight over that and she was going back and forth with people on twitter and you know doubling down and shit um you know typical white woman like i feel attacked now you know that type of shit um yeah she drew criticism online on friday for a response to a user who condemned her for using black emojis in a tweet it all began when Grey's anatomy actress praised a and e in the tweet for its decision to change the name of their ku klux klan focused docuseries using the black clapping and, and thumbs up emojis it's not fair to see a privileged white woman use people of color emojis just because you can one twitter user wrote in a response to the tweet it comes off as really obnoxious uh and the original tweet was thank you a and e for caring enough to make changes and it was black clapping uh, emoji and black thumbs up emoji a and e changes generation kkk title um and someone said uh you know she can't be using these emojis she says don't be a hater i do it because racism is not just a black problem it's all it's all of our problem get it 
the 47 year old actress responded you know with that and it was uh her retort that prompted a slew of social media users to weigh in on the matter one wrote this kind of tweet makes you sound like you think you can talk over people of color on this topic which i don't think is right another child in tweeting it's not so much you using the black emojis as is your response to people who express concern about it at ellen Pompeo. uh it was a really positive thing a and he did now that's not the focus my fault for responding she said and i agree with that she unfortunately it's that thing where you can't even respond because i don't think what she said was wrong it is a all of us problem right and it's mostly a white people problem correct it's affecting all of us i don't know why black i don't know why black problems get relegated to it's just black people's shit to deal with that's kind of the whole thing black problems are american problems yes they are when ferguson is happening that's happening to american citizens it's not just happening to it doesn't count as only black people should be concerned with this white people should be concerned too a victory for us is a victory for america as well it's not just the black victory and everybody else can go fuck themselves like every time black progress happens for black people it actually is uplifting the country it really is the sin of the country the stain of the country all that shit so i don't find that mentality to be like offensive i don't find but it's twitter so context doesn't matter no but the context that she said in it within to me wasn't listen that like i don't see color it wasn't like that it was yeah it's all of us you know now that being said i don't get i at the time i said it and i still feel the same way i don't get the whole emoji color thing because I, I i be using i guess i'm i don't always use the brown emojis sometimes i just use whatever the emoji is yeah i don't get it i it's not my thing to get i think maybe other people it's, it's more of their things but um i'm not very protective of the black emoji thing it's just mm-hmm. not a fight for me um i'm like yeah it's dead don't get me wrong but 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 I, that's not the hill i'm willing to die on is the emoji hill right um and so um she has said what's crazy is how angry everybody is it's all about emojis people and someone said it's not about the emo- just about the emojis about how someone felt you dismissed that and you turned this into something big um and then she said i'm so sad that people attack me over standing up for equality i'm sad that people chose anger and i'm sorry if i offend anyone um uh she said but sad to see racism still alive still alive and well on all sides that's probably the most offensive thing she did say um and and the reason she said that for the record because i think people are like she was saying that about everybody saying something no Mm-mm. some people were calling her racist shit that were black right like i did see a lot like this is a thing too and i i've said this on the show before and it's just hard for people to understand this is one of those shoe on the other foot thing a lot of people really for a day i wish could have a following like a celebrity has or like somebody who goes viral when they're not trying to right just for one day so you can see See. that what you're experiencing people aren't seeing everything you're experiencing and a lot of people when they're upset they excuse the shit that's fucked up and think it should have no emotional impact on you right but the things that but the prop the, the 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 rub of it is they're mad because of the emotional impact your words had on them but you're not supposed to be able to have that back so essentially if i'm saying to you listen i don't like what you said i i find it to be offensive right you go back to me and go well this is what i meant and i don't i didn't mean to offend you but this is what i was trying to say and i'm like well i still disagree right that's kind of a civil discussion 
we might not come to the same conclusion you may hate me after this vice versa whatever but they're in the middle of that discussion is a lot of people like you white raggedy bitch mm-hmm. you cunt your ugly ass children thousands of times and then people go when you respond to that and go well a lot of y'all acting very angry and racist and i'm i'm it's sad to see that racism is alive on all sides people go oh so you saying we all racist and it's not but that's the the experience of the person is not the same we're not all having the same experience online nope. even when we're having a discussion with each other especially on twitter right and there's literally no deference for that and a lot of people honestly think celebrities should take it right they should take it be fine with it and then still rec- respond to them with the kindest fucking of terms i one of the things that uh when elon james white went through that thing with thanksgiving and shit i remember being like okay i see how some people got offended da 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 some of the things i saw though were so patently absurd and hateful and hate just yes, hateful they was like they were not those things were not right to say to somebody i'm not talking about disgruntled like employees or right. i'm talking about people right. that were like they don't know nope. him they right. don't know his wife and they don't know his child and they were calling them all kinds of fucked up shit regardless of any of the work that person's done regardless of any of the stuff they've liked in the past like when people when when i talk about how you really can't hurt my feelings by telling me you don't listen to our show or you used to give me compliments on the show and now you're taking them back one of the reasons you can't hurt my feelings like that is because i look at how people treat other folks people that used to be big fans of twitter was calling this man out his name and talking about his family and his mm-hmm. wife and shit and like not in some constructive criticism way in just some hurtful ways just had nothing to do with them but that's what you can that's the power of the internet you can do that and when you like the person it's harassment and when you don't like the person it's a dragon and we laughing right that's the kind of shit i watch people do and these are the same people that want to hang around me and karen want to be our friends on facebook and twitter i'm not under the illusion that any of these niggas are my friends right because the second i do anything fucked up or i make a mistake or they just don't understand where i'm coming from it's right back to that so i i would never believe like how i look at how people treat other people right so all that to say like uh now elon just went you know off the internet basically was like all right well fuck it it's not gonna work but if he would have been clapping back and talking shit people would have just said he went crazy they would have ignored the things that were said to him as if everything said to him was polite civil and 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 positive and just constructive and that's kind of what happened with the ellen pompeo thing and i remember that two years ago and being like yeah i'm not giving this a hundred because i'm not that fucked with you know like could she tighten up her twitter presence and say the right thing or get a pr person or something probably but am i offended at the sentiment of what she tried to do or the even the sentiment of what she actually did do i wasn't you know and but i saw this come back up today when she was talking about this and i'm like yeah i don't find what she did in the first place to be reprehensible and then in this and i think a lot of people needed it to be because a lot of people have monetized and gotten their retweets and shit off of that that's how they that's how they make a living you know is look how bad this was y'all ain't this the worst thing ever because nothing can be in the middle everything's black and white no shades of gray um no no pun intended but all that being said man like i literally went back and revisited this today because i knew we'd be talking about it. i was like yeah the original thing wasn't that bad as people tried to make it out to be and this thing is not even some big contradictory like she didn't feel that way two years ago she did 
she felt this way two years ago you know it's just if you're not perfect and by perfect i mean framing it perfectly on social media intent doesn't matter to people right and also intent doesn't matter when it's not your voice it's a lot of people if it ain't their voice they like fuck it you ain't my voice you ain't my friends you ain't my partners you ain't the person i roll with you're outside of my circle so how dare you speak up and talk about a platform uh or 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 or, or speak out about something what i don't think that you should and my thing is that what she was saying is what most niggas gradually say all the time but she have to be a white woman and a lot of people just have a problem with white women yeah and they have a problem with white people standing up for anything outside of whiteness it's like she's doing the shit that y'all tell people that y'all want them to do white people come get your own white people white people handle your shit she's doing it and it's still a problem yeah the good news for most of this shit is that and it's no offense to these folks but i'm sure they would take offense to it they don't matter for the most part they have like their spaces on social media and shit but when it comes to like the opportunities people get when it comes to to people that have their heart in the right place like uh, i hope ellen pompeo does me too these people won't matter because she's weathered that storm and still is talking about it a lesser woman would have said well i'm never talking about this shit again you ungrateful niggers if if she was the woman they said she was she would have walked away and said these ungrateful black people blah 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 and yet two years later she's still like nah this ain't it i'm walking into this room i'm not gonna wait till gabrielle union says it first i'm not gonna wait until so you know and this and a lot of people because when you don't like someone you can frame things any way you want mm-hmm. i saw people trying to be like well see i'm sick of these white women come in and they just steal our ideas and say this shit one she could have learned that from you which is the point of you teaching everybody right 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 you you spend all day on twitter trying to educate the world and then get mad somebody pick something up i'm gonna need y'all to i'm gonna need y'all to start focusing on what then figure out a way to, to use your shit differently because you're giving it away then right but two she might have just learned that shit on her own it like it's not like what she said was some complicated thing what you're used to is that a black person says that and what i'm tired of is all the black people having to say that shit the same people that tell that rely on you got people that spend their whole life trying to get white women to do this mm-hmm. mad that a white woman did it what is the fucking reasoning there all of us sitting around like why white people don't do this well i'm tired of a, i'm tired of them looking at me during the race part of the discussion and i gotta mm-hmm. represent for the people you know that's why gabby face was so priceless because everybody listen every black person has ever been on one of those fucking like we gotta talk about diversity initiative things when somebody else do it and they do it and they they saying the things you were thinking and you ain't gotta say it it's like mm, go ahead like gabby did everything but say amen like under her breath like go on that's what i'm talking about she like i thought she might gave us some doubt you know she didn't but you know what i mean it's just that little that little party that's like good you know and i think because of people wanting spotlights and jealousy and people wanting to to own everything own the right to everything people have stopped looking at the fact that their work is working you know what i mean it's like no someone is picking up the things you're putting out in the universe you know now you are in your you know myopia whatever your ego goes they got it from me you don't know where they got it from to be honest you you put enough shit out there long enough nobody knows where the fuck it comes from that's mm-hmm. life that sucks but that's life you need to start putting it in books then sell it make sure you get your credit 
but that's it you once you put the knowledge out there it's gone somebody else picks it up they may or may not credit you they may not know where they even got it from but people have to make a decision on what the fuck do they really want because what i think a lot of people want is to just be mad right and so you can twist the shit into i'm mad and that's all you got you ain't got nothing there's no second move to it well yeah i'm mad too man but damn ain't this what we said we wanted we can't stay stuck forever you know some people can but i don't i'm not gonna be one yeah i I, I refuse to stay stuck forever at some period we got to move forward past this point yeah like what do you want to do dog do you want these people stepping up and saying the things that you believe or do you want them to just fucking be like let's call a black woman to do all the work again what is the answer i like that a black woman was in the room and didn't have to do that work you know but i I just think some people are they're stuck at i'm mad at white women i'm mad at men i'm mad at this i'm mad at white people you know like to a point where even when somebody does something they claim they want to see they got to find something wrong with that too but i don't find anything i zero for me i give a zero to ellen pompeo good for her honestly that we need more people like that um around for this type of shit because it's tiring to be the black person in a white space telling them how to fucking do the thing they that they that they are doing wrong you know and that's the point of allyship somebody might listen to her that wouldn't listen to gabby the gabrielle union saying the same fucking words so they would say well she's black that's what she's gonna say ellen pompeo comes in the room and goes hey uh where the black people and it's like ooh, oh shit uh ma'am miss pompeo we didn't expect you to say it uh i don't know why it works that way but that's the point use your voice for the people you can help you advocate for so yeah at any rate (laughs) now this one i approve okay come on down ellie i approve this one now let me give you some of my wife's uh banana pudding Hey, I hope you can two-step. Don't take nothing to go. Well, all right, Linda gonna mess you up. Somebody show how to do electric slide. Oh, you want your greens to touch your uh, sweet potatoes or you just like them separate? Hey. We gonna let no juice get on you. Oh, these your kids? What? Oh, yes, they can come over here and hang out with my niece. Come on. Show them how to dab, Layla. <laughs> Welcome to the cookout, Ellen. Okay, this one I approve. Finally. Finally. It took long enough. I know. I'm rejecting everybody else. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I'm, the, the shit, it's really like somebody fuck up and they got to stay there. And I don't, like, I find it to be a difference between what ellen did and like some of the more like overtly racist motherfuckers out there and i feel like that shit just went away over the years like the nuance and maybe because we have monetized being mad right it can't like people like when jill scott did the dick sucking thing and people started bringing up her defense of bill cosby which she did apologize for and everybody no one brings that part up but Mm -hmm. people people start bringing up that shit and it's like but what does that really have to do with this other than because you can do it you're gonna do it like i I just feel like if there's no relevancy to it then what's the receipts for 
you know anyway uh monique defends roseanne says has she ever said kill black people my babies has she now see this i understand people being like but fuck roseanne you know like roseanne was like is there no difference nobody sees that ellen pompeo may be a person of some merit and roseanne Barr is not she thought she was white she thought the bitch was white (laughs) i'm just trying to understand the world we living in and what are the new rules apparently on who's forgiven and who's not i thought the bitch was white god damn it i thought the bitch was white also i can't believe i boycotted netflix for monique this is uh wow that's a folk you mean a folkot <laughs> monique is out here once again defending netflix her, is still working defending her girl roseanne Barr in a new interview with the chicago tribune while talking about her dream of having a new talk show the comedian called Barr her sister and explained why she couldn't turn her back on her the former abc star that's why when people turned on my sister roseanne Barr, i couldn't do it because there were black entertainers who would not come on the monique show because it was quote unquote too black but when i called my sister she said imitating bar where is it and what time you need me to come and when she showed up when the cameras weren't rolling she said to me listen you're the real deal don't let them use you up and take advantage of you because they will don't you let them do that to you now a racist woman ain't gonna say that to me my babies uh the 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 reporter pushed back specifically about rosina's tweet from june i'm gonna continue to defend the disgraced actress claiming she was just trying to be funny and i know her and what she thought was funny as a comedian that's what it was has she ever said kill black people monique goes on to allege bars doing work behind the scenes for black people she was the behind the scenes fighting for the black concert promoters nobody knows that she begins she's behind the scenes trying to push a documentary about malcolm x with a brother who's a muslim uh so there you go all right zero to a hundred Seventy-five, seventy-five. Um, I give this a hundred because I was rooting for Monique so much, and she wanted us to boycott Netflix because, because, because everything. And I really supported her, and this hurts my heart to know that it's as simple as Roseanne wasn't racist to her, so therefore <laughs> she can't be racist i just don't i hate that i hate it's like those people that go bill cosby ain't rape me it's like but 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 sis that's what what are you doing ah so uh, i'm i gotta give it a hundred we almost did have it all baby you're frozen you're not on screen oh you have a responsibility to ruby d you have a responsibility to harriet tubman you have a responsibility to dorothy and to Septima and to Rosa, whose blue veins were shining through her arms when she took that seat on that bus. They are the reason, they are the reason we sit here. 
when Della and Gladys and, and, and Pearl and had to walk in the back door of a theater so that we could get on there today in a thong. <laughs> That's who you open your mouth for. You matter. <laughs> you matter. <laughs> yeah, the chat room missed all that but that's what i would say to monique if uh she was around right now so but yeah man it's just it's fucked up um so i give it 100 i know you give it 75 um all right we're almost out of time because we gotta get out here by eight uh so i'm gonna get into uh some sword ratchetness because black lightning's back yeah yep yep you know how it is uh so let's get into some sore ratchetness so we can uh get out of here um where's my sword there we go um <laughs> that's how the uh the two woke people gonna do ellen when she show up at the at the cookout but i got your back ellen <laughs> i got your way back <laughs> from the been, house they've been not <laughs> i got you text me no swords are allowed text me when y'all get there and i will have somebody come over and help y'all a man was jailed at the <laughs> samurai sword <laughs> staff attack armed with an ornamental samurai sword down the back of his pants a nabur man smashed his way into a caravan parked home and stabbed a man during the struggle oh okay jonathan maxwell gasson 50 pleaded guilty to i mean in a merrill shador district court to wounding and entering a dwelling with intent to break yesterday this ain't america is it nope okay i was like intent to break what yeah he went to the victim's home and kulangor caravan park following a dispute about a debt mm, a lot of swords getting involved in debts these days <laughs> come on pay, pay your debt people don't borrow no money from somebody on a sword after Gaston broke in through the door the victim armed herself with a cane cutter knife and a scuffle ensued during the fight Gaston stabbed the man in his left ribs who then grabbed the samurai sword and bent it oh. Gaston grabbed a nearby machete and the fight took took the fight outside before a neighbor intervened and told him their behavior wouldn't be tolerated in the park oh shit round two fight if that's all it took fight if that's all it took to break up the fight that's not much of a fight though mm-hmm get outside hey hey cut it out buster come on it's unacceptable my kids out here all right well i'll kill you another day during the interview with the police at number station gossip said he didn't remember stabbing a man but it was possible to happen hey anything could have happened right the court, we're, we're fighting shit the court heard gassan uh had a violent criminal history although he hadn't been to the court for six years in 2002 he threw rocks at his neighbor's dog when they asked him to stop he grabbed his penis and moved his hand up and down oh. when, he then pulled his pants down to show the complaining his penis in a fit of rage <laughs> that is an odd way to show rage yes that is that's honestly that that's a little too much he Way also too much previously threatened to shoot his nephew in the head and harass his neighbors with an axe oh oh okay snigger the hound right De- defense barrister Dar- david cruz admitted his client had an appalling criminal history but noted he'd never been in prison before 
mr cruz said gaston suffered from depression and had been oh well of course he can't be responsible for anything mm-hmm. he did sound like he should have been locked up before now and had been living in a room above the pub for about a year judge david andrews noted gassan had tried to deal with his anger management issues through counseling sessions he ordered gassan three years imprisonment for each offense to be served concurrently uh gassan will be released on parole november 11 2019 that ain't long Mm-mm. all right thank you so much for listening guys thank we'll be back you. with our walking dead recap tomorrow we will we appreciate all of you guys and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>